Tonight, a measles outbreak is developing in Brampton. Police are looking into missing money after a money transfer business shut down and $55,000 has been seized from a traveler at Pearson Airport. Rain, Pearson plus six, North plus five. This update is brought to you by Frank at 148.ca. The latest nonfiction titles. Frank's book review at 148.ca slash Frank. And Philip Hong from SR National News. Now here's some nonfiction titles to think of. Ray, Mike, and Rod with North American Harness Update. That's a nonfiction title on 20th anniversary SRN1. The starter has called the field to the gate. I haven't read a book since the Cold War. This field is in motion and approaching the start. Because you'd sit in front of the fireplace since it was so cold. All right. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill, Captain Treacherous and Vegas Vacation. Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance, be a magician. Sebastian K approaches the line. Gucci always coming late. And as they hit the wire, it's too close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on SRN1. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You have walked into the serious harness corner i am your serious control comptroller for tonight as we are about to talk serious action no gags no goofs no giggles or laughs because horse racing is not a laughing matter joined by me tonight are uh, i don't like this character uh, Mike and Rod, how you guys doing? This is North American Arts Update. Welcome back, boys. We're here. Yep. Ah, whew. I'm out of breath from the beginning. I was, every time that intro comes on, I feel the need to, you know, DDR in my own house. And that was the first time I ever did it. And whew, I'm overweight tonight on the show or under breath tonight on the show. London pick four, Woodbine pick four. We got those live, and they will be happening momentarily. Race six at London went off moments ago, and I think they're coming into the stretch for the first time. Yes, so they have a they have a half mile to go before the seventh race, uh, and then Woodbine. What race down at Woodbine right now? They they on the fifth? They just they just finished the fifth. The fifth. Okay, so. We're going to talk Western Fair pick four and then go straight into the Woodbine pick four. And then we'll be covering those sequences through the show. And the second hour, as I hold the mic stand, like, I don't know how, how you hold mic stands. And then in the second hour, we're going to get to the Meadowlands late pick four, which has a guaranteed pool of $50,000. And we're going down. Not anymore. Not if I bring it up. So this pick four at London... Starts with the seventh race, 
The seventh race in particular is, oh, it's, I think it's a 7,000 condition claimer. As I pull up the past performances for us to look, there's a field of eight going postward. I do remember that. And I just went backwards. There we go. Yep, 7,000 Philly and Mare claiming pace. Field of eight. <clears throat> and to roll right into this sequence, I'm going to start off with you, Mike. You're the deepest of all of us. Uh, you take half the field. Yeah, I'm four deep to start. Uh, starting with the one. Get there. Uh, big Diva. This is Kelly. Uh, inside post. Race well last two races. And, you know, needs to be used here. Coming back to the to the straight mile. Was in the snow last time. I like Kelly on the half. Uh, I like this horse drawn inside again. Should be right there. Uh, the two. Twin BJJ. Comes over from Flambar off a win. Was one to nine there. Uh, was second last time at London. The horse is obvious. Difficult to go against. The four, Nadia can go. Uh, this horse is a closer, which I like a little bit in this spot. It tends to get more shares than wins, but if it sets up, uh, it's going to be a price. And then the eight, Moon Lake, seven to five morning line. Uh, was claimed two back in a 7,000 spot. Was stepped to 10 and didn't disgrace, but uh, you know ended up fourth in there. Draws inside. Has won three out of five this year. One, two, four, eight. Rod, look, if I'm not mistaken, you almost entirely agree. Uh, yeah, pretty close. Uh, I'm going one, two, and eight here, just a little bit shorter than what Mike's got. Uh, the one, obvious, got the rail again. Uh, tool trip last time, raced pretty well at the distance, and uh, should be competitive once again. Uh, the two... Uh, another one that's pretty obvious. He's in really good form right now. She's in really good form right now. Uh, should be heading toward the lead. I do think the one and two are both going to be firing. And then down to the eight, uh, Moon Lake. She's been good. Uh, last week was just in over her head and, and uh, drops back to a level where she's going to be competitive. And the price isn't there, but, you know, she definitely fits in this group. One, two, eight. I'm getting word currently that this show is going viral faster than the swine flu. Oh, those those must be great numbers we're getting so far. Speaking of great numbers, here are three. I, st I go three deep mumbling rod in this first leg of the pick four. The two twin BJJs obvious, so I don't have to add anything to that. The eight moon lake is obvious, so I don't have anything to add to that. The one horse I use that's extraneous to both of yours for a bit of a price is the seven can art. I like the fact that this mare usually shows speed. She's adding Lasix this time after a subpar effort on January 31st. Now, I'm a bit concerned with the gap in dates because she hasn't raced in 16 days, uh, but at the same time probably for due reason she could come back as long as she shows the kind of speed she usually does she should be able to get into contention from that outside post and maybe get carried into the mix we've been seeing as the tracks playing tonight it's it's more fair than usual so can art can win <laughs> two seven eight for me in that first leg second leg of the sequence is race number eight it's a philly and mare fifteen thousand condition claiming pace we have six lining up here and uh, Mike and Rod, you're both four deep, but Mike, starting with you, you're taking the inside four. Inside four. I think the winner has to come from one of them. Uh, the one flight of an angel draws inside again. Raced against a couple of tough ones last time, including the two. Uh, you know, it's okay. Just kind of rode the rail to get third. Uh, but I like Stewart. I like the draw. 
have to use. The two Southfield Square comes out of the same race, finished second there, has been getting, you know, these kind of closing up second place finishes. Uh, was even money two back against these types. So, uh, you know, the horse is, is well meant. The three, Hussey Sport, this horse takes a drop. And I'm interested off the drop. Uh, doesn't get a lot of wins, but again, another closer moving inside. So uh, I'm interested there. And then the four, mark your page. A tough trip last time against the same types. And then, you know, uh, you know has been getting bad posts also. I'm interested in this one at a price. One, two, three, four. Rod, you also take the one, two, and three, but you're throwing out a bit of a price there with the not four horse, with the six <clears throat> horse. Yeah, I, you know, the one, two, three, and then I throw the six on there as well. Uh, like Mike said, the one, two, and three are all pretty obvious choices here. They're all going to get get some play. Uh, my problem with the one, two for 40 the last year and two months, uh, but draws the rail again, should be competitive. The two was competitive last week and risked really well uh, and actually went by the one. And then the three uh, drops back down to this level, uh, I think is going to be much more competitive against these. And then six, I'm going to throw this one on from the outside. Third start off the layoff there. Uh, it was about a two-month layoff. And with the drop in class, or not the drop, the, uh, the post in this race should make this horse competitive just because I think there's going to be some speed where there doesn't look like there's a lot of speed. And this kind of seems like one of those races that they get a little crazy. The horse first over tries to go buck wild. This horse could close and uh, goes back to the mile distance instead of the mile and 16th. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that one on one, two, three, six. Rod, if your computer screen's too bright for you, don't need sunglasses. Just go into the settings under your task manager. I figured I have, like, I have very sensitive eyes. Uh, I I could tell. That's why you can only look at me for two hours a week. Uh, so I'm too deep here. Uh, I don't know what that meant. I'm too deep. The one and the two I thought about using, but I ended up taking off for cost purposes. The two to me seems like she's been hanging a lot more than really desired. K kind of like when you're at a party and then there's that one friend that will never leave your side and you're just like, bro, go, go find your own friends. I'm trying I'm trying to hook up here because I'm, I'm trying to relate to all the kids out there and I know that that's, <laughs> I'm that guy. And so I'm too deep taking off the one and the two. The three, Hussey Sport, I really like moving inside and dropping in class. It's not positive that she's coming in for a claiming tag, but she's still been racing decently against better. Uh, from an outside post last out, definitely out of the mix, but still gained ground to finish sixth and then was first over from the eight hole to start before that. Should just improve from this post and also just from the class drop as well. Uh, the other horse that I also throw on is the six DD Black. I agree, Rod. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just tossing that last race, though. That last race, to me, doesn't really seem like it captures the kind of form she could show here. Her race two starts back was much better, and I'm also thinking that because of the cold last... Er, yeah, two weeks ago, too. Uh, the six didn't really put in the kind of effort that she could. And with a bit of warmer temperatures here, the 6DD Black might be able to be a bit more of a factor, uh, especially given the pace circumstances that you described. Uh, so I'm 3-6.
in that second leg, taking some shots in that small field. The third leg is race number nine. Now winners of $20,000 lifetime. And uh-oh, I'm spinning out of control because this is an out-of-control race, boys. I, I, I almost tripped over the cord. Mike. You definitely think that this could go any way like I can when I'm dizzy because you take all of them. Yeah, it's, it's not worth a 20000 And, you know, a lot of these horses are just you know, not very good. Uh, hard to trust any of them. There's no real great form in here. You know, I'm not crazy about some of these horses getting the outside post. It's just easier for me than the, to, to use them all here and hope for some chaos. Rod... It's easier for you to use the outside three, given to the eights in the second tier. You're three deep with the six, seven, eight. Why? Why? Why those ones? Uh, the six. Um, six is pretty obvious, I think. Um, been racing really well, really good form. Uh, last week, finished second, come from off the pace. Should get some cover tonight. Uh, even with the driver-trainer combo, I, I do like this horse and uh, should continue with another good effort. And they do have a fast track tonight, so that's another positive note. Uh, the seven should be following the six, and that's just a, a setup for success there. Uh, I don't think he's going to leave. So I, I, I think with that spot, uh, if you get a couple horses inside that uh, break early in the mile, that these two are going to be positioned really well at the three-quarter pole. And then the eight, uh, second start over the surface. Last time, raced okay. Nothing great, but only got beat a couple lengths. And uh, from that, uh, should be positioned well behind the speed horse, as long as that speed horse doesn't break. Uh, you know, could possibly get a two-hole trip here and uh, make a race for it. So six, seven, eight for me. Now the way... Now the way, now the way I see this race is I don't like it. <laughs> I I feel like if there's any leg I'm gonna get knocked out of, it's probably this one because I could not find a single horse with redeemable qualities worthy of putting money on them. The six J Port Sport I reluctantly used for that reason because I see absolutely zero form in any of these horses, and the consistency that he shows at least makes sense. Probably it could also he could he also doesn't have to win the race in that case because he too has his own faults. He hangs here and there. He has chimes where he's supposed to win, where he doesn't. But he's at least always involved, and that that's more than most of these horses in the race. Uh, I almost use Holly's Justice, but I'm not a big fan of that outside post, especially considering too her last start. Um, <clears throat> she just chased horses to finish third. She did gain a lot of ground, though, two starts back, and that race to me seems like if you need to add horses in the race, she would make sense off of that mile. The one other horse I use, because I don't want to single the six, and this is a bit of a price, is the four Airborne Sealster. I'm really interested in that qualifier he put in last week at Woodbine. He launched to the lead, but then faded in the stretch, came on 31 and change, but he still showed something. They, they put him towards the front. He was a little bit aggressive. That was his first start since breaking on February 7th. And his race on February 2nd was his first start since November. <laughs> so that said, this horse may need a mile, but I, again, I see absolutely nothing in this race. So the four at least has some moves that are interesting to me, and that could possibly be 
pointing me towards an outside contender, and that said, I'm 4-6 in the third leg. Final leg of this sequence is Rod is already trying to leave for some reason, is the 10th race. $15,000 condition claimer. Thank you. Welcome back, Rod. Glad to see you. This is a field of nine going postward, and since you, since you feel like you could go wherever you want, Rod, how about you start off with this race? You're five deep. Tell us why, Rod. I am five deep because I want to be. No, I, I think this race is pretty wide open. Uh, good high five race to, play, to bet. Uh, start with the one striking bolo. Obviously, probably going to be the favorite here. Um, it's been really good the last three starts. Draws the rail. I think this one won't be good once again. So, you know, with this spot, uh, keep Scott Coltair on. Uh, a must use. The three uh, style spotlight. I'm, I, I'm not big on this horse tonight, but uh, with the inside spot, may be able to trip out. Has missed about a month now. So uh, kind of tough to gauge. You know, if the horse is ready, she can definitely win the race. Um, if the horse is a little bit short, then, you know, he's not going to get there. Before, this is kind of a long shot player. This is one of my uh, plays of the night on NahuPicks.com. Uh, this horse hasn't been doing that well, but this looks like a spot that this horse could wake up. Um, you know, three starts after the, the couple of scratches off the qualifier. So this one should be improving a little bit. And I think this group with the, the amount of speed horses in here, uh, this, this race could set up if this horse finds some live cover and follows. Uh, and again, this one's going to be a big price. The uh, outside post, but does have a lot of gate speed goes to the front every week. So this one, uh, expect this one to be going and be up close throughout. And then the nine, prize a little dream. I throw this one on. Uh, should be able to suck along behind a couple of decent horses. Doesn't really win races, but gets has been improving and getting closer. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if this horse uh, improved a little bit more and gets a, a fast track uh, this is one of those races. I'm just not real comfortable with any one horse in here. And I couldn't, uh, before those are the five I thought had the best chance to win the race. One, three, four, seven, nine. Well, seeing as you're taking a horse where if he's short, then he won't make it. Seems like you have a lot of confidence. Let's get a differing opinion here. Cause Mike, you actually put all of your cookies into one barrel with the one horse in this race. And I'm curious, what, what is it about him that made you decide to single? Well, I thought he should have won last week, but he let the, you know, the, the, they let the horse on the front, you know, just kind of sneak away there. And, uh, you know, the, the track was favoring the front last week. The horse gets a massive post advantage switch this week as opposed to last week. So, you know, last time the seven was inside, now is, is way outside, and this horse moves to the rail. Should get a perfect trip. Any sort of perfect trip with this horse beats these horses. I mean, a lot of these horses have no form. Uh, you know, the seventh had setups. The nine's one for 65. I mean, that, that kind of stuff can beat me. So I'm going to key the one and, you know, probably collect $75 in this pick for it. Probably about what it's going to pay. 
Wow, I, I think that that's generous, but also optimistic at the same time. Uh, as a person who for breakfast eats Cynicism Toast Crunch, uh, I, I, I think that this is going to be a bit of a chalky sequence, but I also have... I, I try to hope to. I agree with the one. I think I also use the seven, just because they're the two horses that show any kind of form to an extent, or at least are involved in some way at this class level. I throw on one interesting horse, though, and I, it's mostly for symbolic reasons and for handicapping reasons, but I mean, the horse is named The High Road, and that's just where I reside period I always prefer to take the high road and speaking of the high road the three starts back that race in particular it, that race concerns me concerns me in a sense of this horse could be a decent price and get carried into the mix the same way he did that time where he finished third by two lengths at 14 to 1 and again the track has been playing somewhat fairly so if this horse is just in any remotely covered spot that's progressing towards the lead, i.e. if the flow is good in this race, he could possibly get involved at a decent price. And the 7 isn't necessarily the best speed. The 1 could get a perfect trip and annihilate this field, but if either of those are not the case, someone is someone's probably going to have to topple him. And the only horse that shows any kind of closing kick is the 6. That said, I'm 167. And so here's my ticket as they're at least 2 minutes to the uh, 2 minutes to post. These graphics are on Twitter. Uh, my ticket for 20 cents goes 278 with 36 with 46 with 167. That's $7.20 for 20 cents. Mike, your ticket. 1248 with 1234 with all with 1. It's 2560. And Rod, your ticket. 128 with 1236 with 678 with 13479. It's 36 bucks for 20 cents. You can see our tickets right now on the feed. Now, now Rod, I'm confused because I'm, I'm looking at you right now. Did you grow more forehead since I last saw you? No, I just pushed my hair back, so it looks like a bigger five head. Or it looks like you're balding. <laughs> Hit a little too close to home, I guess. Hit a little too close to the roots. Looking at the board right now here for the seventh race at Western Fair, uh, the two is the favorite at nine to five, as we expected. Uh, the eight Moon Lake is very close, though, as the nine to five second choice. That's how close at the exact same price. Well, not anymore. He's two to one now. She's two to one. Five to two on the one big diva. That seems a little low to me. Uh, but then again, there's nothing much else in this race. Can Art though ten to one? Kind of interested in that horse. That's a good price on her. Good price on the four yeah. at eight to one. One of the few closers in the race. Um, wait, I'm, I'm trying to remember Nadia can go because, uh, do, 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 I'm opening up my past performances. Uh, oh yeah, that last race she was chasing a horse that got away. Uh, wait, why is, she sounds so familiar. Um, I feel like we had her a long time ago in this sequence and then she, she was, she was supposed to do well and she didn't. Um... Now, I'm looking at these PPs, Mike, and this is just kind of like a handicapping discussion. Uh, to me, it doesn't really seem like... You were saying something, Rod, as I was saying something? Oh. Hey, you said you're looking at these PPs. I said there's a surprise. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh... <laughs> 
Tonight on the Children's Hour, Big Big Bird. Is he as big as everyone thinks? This isn't a children's show. Well, I mean, with that kind of with that kind of humor, might as well be. Later on, we're all gonna take our steaming turds and hurl them at the wall. <laughs> uh, but Mike, on a serious note, as I always try to be serious, I'm looking at Nadia Can Go, and I'm thinking this horse is more of a hanger than a closer. Why would I? Why, in this case, why would I be wrong? Well, I mean, if you look back, those races at Flamborough really had no chance um you know was three wide down the backside there two back no chance there at least tried only beaten three lengths then had the eight hole there which is the outside post had no chance but still made up ground in the stretch so that that says closer to me i mean the horse Mm -hmm. is definitely making middle to late moves in races you know the one the two i would imagine the eight's going to be involved early the seven if he decides to leave it could set up for something that's going to be making a late move. And this is one of the horses that's going to be making a late move. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're getting a decent price. I guess that the races at London, uh, speak less to that to me than the race at Flamborough. Cause the race at Flamborough, I do agree. Meanwhile, they're in motion and approaching the start here for the opening leg of this pick four at Western fair. And they are off and pacing. Kelly Ray from the inside leaves out with big diva twin B J J and can art. Getting away fourth around the first turn. Moon Lake back fifth. Sixth comes Nadia Can Go. Then Thaleen and Selma's Wish onto the opening quarter. It's Kelly Ray in front out of the pocket. Big Diva circling by to take control. Twin B JJ, two and a half, three lengths off the lead now in third. Can Arts pacing fourth in front of Moon Lake fifth. Sixth then to the inside locked in. Nadia Can Go as Thaleen moves overland uncovered. Jonesing for cover at the moment then it's Selma's wish towards the rear 30 seconds that opening quarter off the rail from third first over comes twin B JJ around that far turn on her back can art second over but on the lead is big diva by a length and a half Kelly Ray sits in the pocket twin B JJ third ducks back to the inside leaving can art uncovered out fourth now to third off a one minute and one fifth half moving to the turn moon Lake is second over fifth then as they move to the back stretch. Locked in, Nadia can go. That it's Selma's wish and Thaleen stride for stride in the back onto three quarters. Big Diva in control by two. Kelly Ray to the inside second. Can Art stalled on the outside third. Twin B JJ's locked in fourth. Then uncover moving three wide. Moon Lake from the back with three and a half to make up. Three quarters up in 130 flat around that final turn. Big Diva still the one to catch Kelly Ray second can art beginning to advance on the outside with Moon Lake advancing faster three wide and Thaleen from the back four wide to the top of the stretch big diva clinging to command down the center Moon Lake lunging at her and here's Moon Lake taking the lead in the final strides extending now to a length a length and a quarter length and a half two in the end for Moon Lake Thaleen down the center maybe got second from Big Diva in two minutes and change. <clears throat> Nine to five favorites. All, all of that for the favorites. Uh, nine to five is actually nine to five is a decent price on that horse. Brutal drive on the four. Just brutal. I really liked Can Art there until she was first over. So we have f- six minutes to Woodbine if you plan on doing that. 
Six minutes to pick four starts? Yeah. What? They start in race seven. Oh, wow. That came up faster. What Did they just not do race six? They must have thrown away the sixth race. So here's what we're going to do with Woodbine. We're going to give out our tickets now. We're going to discuss as much as we can, um, as in-depth as we can. So my Woodbine late pick four ticket for tonight goes as follows, and we're going to post these graphics up on Twitter momentarily. 137 with 25 with 1357 with 158 again 137 with 25 with 1357 with 158 that's 624480 that's um 1440 i think is the math on that cuz there was 1920 no oh yeah the spread yeah um the three the way you look tonight scratched out of the last race so all of our pick four ticket costs are modified 1440 for 20 cents i'm gonna double check that mike what's your ticket uh it's two three seven eight with one two five with five six seven with one seven eight ten okay i was right mine's 1440 my ticket ticket is one four five seven eight with two three five with one three seven with five seven nine it's now $27 after the scratch of the 3 and the 10. I'm pretty sure Mike's is also 27 If that's the case. Let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so this first leg in particular, uh, looking at the board, the 4 win song, Magnifique's the favorite. All right. I thought that this was a fairly wide open race. And Mike, I was kind of surprised with yours, with your uh, numbers, because I see the 3, 7, and 8. I agree with the three and the seven, but the two really stood out to me, and I was I was interested that you threw that horse on. But you're four deep here. Talk about it. Well, the two's interesting because this horse has won here in the past. I know you don't see it necessarily on these lines, but uh, you know the end of last year, this horse was winning these types of races here. Uh, the, the races at Flamborough and London are against you know better condition horses. Those numbers are twenty-seven, you know, fifties last three are much better than 15 claimers here as far as i'm concerned draws well is a little sneaky in here especially you know if the horse can get a little bit of early speed going uh you know likely it's probably in a three hole with the three going the one's probably going to go this horse is very capable and i like the fact that the horse is in form right now so you're currently getting uh, let's see 27 to one so that's there's a lot worse 27 to one shots on earth than this one now the three is claimed in step. This horse is, is there every week. Um, you know, the seven, the, the track's not necessarily playing to closers tonight. So, but, you know, this horse has raced very well here. One, three back from the back, then was stuck against, against it. You know, two back last time came flying down the middle of 20 to one and lost a horse that got a perfect trip, you know, which is the one. So, this race is wide open. I think you, you can go a couple different ways, but the two is definitely should not be that high. You're not concerned at all with the horse's lackluster efforts at Woodbine before shipping to London at all? Well, but you know what? That, that was a different time. I mean, if if you would look back a couple more lines, this horse did win a couple 15 claimers here. Okay. And, you know, I mean, albeit in December last year, and then the horse has found, you know, herself a little bit these past two races. You know, I don't mind this one here, especially off those last two. All right. 
Uh, Rod, as for you, you are five deep in this race. Uh, I think that's a little deep, but talk about it. Well, I mean, this was another one of those races where if you could afford to go all, this is probably the, the race you want to do it. Uh, I agree with Mike on the two a little bit. Uh, I just want to see the horse race one more time back on the big track before I go jump back on the bandwagon. You're not going to get that price the next time after the horse wins this time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm hoping the horse doesn't win because I I've got other ones. <laughs> uh, but the price on the four, I, I don't like the price that, that price at all. Um, I, I honestly thought that the one was going to end up being the favorite here. Two old trip last week, uh, the horse raced well. Um, but there, there's several horses in here that can win. You know, the three's been claimed three starts in a row. That one's definitely got a shot. Uh, the four, that's another one got a shot. Uh, need to be close or, tonight. Need to be close. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, but the, the one thing in this race, like you said, you know, they need to be close, <laughs> but this is one of those races where, too much action could cause this race to just fold up on, on the last eighth and the seven comes flying because, you know, it is only an eight horse field. So the seven is not going to be that far back. You know, worst comes to worst. The seven is uh, four and a half lengths off the lead turn for home with three horses following or three horses to follow. That's quite a precise measurement. So or if they're stacked four, four in, four out, and this horse is last, that puts the horse close. Uh, yes. Close enough. Uh, the, the famous four and four out at Woodbine. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, uh, even with all the speed here, it, as long as they go, because this race is kind of notorious for going fast first quarter and second quarter, and then they kind of crawl home. So, if that happens again, uh, I do like the seven's chances even from the back. Wait, even from the, the from the back period, that would be good. <laughs> if there were fast fractions up front, and then he had to she had to pick up the pieces. Like the back's the place to well, be. Toward the front, all night it would there, run. There's so. three more races in this sequence. Are we going to look at them, or are we just going to look at this one? Um, I mean, seeing as they're kind of parading right now with three minutes, I'm not sure how much more in depth we can get into the next few. <clears throat> We can skim over real quick. Uh, all right, so then I guess in the second leg of this sequence, race number eight, it's a non-winners of three. Uh, Mike, for you, give me your key horse because you're three deep, but what, what horse to you stands out the most? Well, I like the two the best just because I think the horse is sneaky. Uh, you know, it's going to be a price, gets an inside spot, and I feel like it's going to get a trip and is a little more consistent than a lot of the others. Rod, for you. I agree with Mike, actually. The two is my horse, my top pick here. Uh, you know, I, I really don't have anything else to add from what Mike said. That, that's kind of where I stand, too. I'm too deep in that race. I basically took the consensus between you two with two and the five. Uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of a lot of horses in that race. Uh, consistency was basically what I was looking for. Third leg is a non-winners of four or 48,000 lifetime. Mike, for you, your key horse, your three deep. Uh, I, I like two of them fairly equally, the five and the seven. The five was fantastic last time. She's anywhere what she was. Again, she'll crush. 
Uh, Rod, for you. Uh, my key. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't use this, this one's a This one's a tough race. Probably the three. Just because it got shuffled last time and, and came back to finish third race really well, I think, and uh, is sitting on another good race, I, I, I hope. I agree with that in terms of uh, prices. The three is probably going to be one of the better prices in that leg, and I was four deep, one, three, five, seven. Uh, again, the three is probably the best price of most of them. And then the last leg, it's uh, now it's a 10,000 last five starts, scratch of the three, the way you look tonight. Uh, Mike, out of the four you used there, which one uh, stands out the most to you? Well, that's too bad the three scratch because that was my top pick. I'm interested in the seven, second start off the layoff, has a lot of back class. Uh, if this horse is ready, can can win this race. Rod, for you, you're now three deep. Uh, top pick. I like the five. Uh, got used really hard going to the lead last time on a tiring track. Still raced really well. Uh, draws mid-pack. And I don't know if they're going to lead tonight, but uh, this one uh, kind of popped out to me in this in this field. I agree about that with ER Monica. That that race is an outlier in terms of her races previous. So that that's kind of a sign that she could be one to watch for tonight. Uh, however, the other horse, because I'm three deep in that race now with the one, five, and eight. Uh, Baraki to me is also one to watch, especially if the track is playing up close, because that's this horse's game to begin with. That's how she races her best. And my feed froze, so looks like the races will not be happening unless it unfreezes. Which is strange because it's like 50 degrees outside. If anything, my feet should be They're going to the gate about that. Oh, fantastic. They're going to the gate as I'm refreshing my feed. Oh, boy. We should have had this meal earlier. Last minute players you're seeing uh, are are, uh, Woodbine late pick four tickets. You. Want to get them in real quick? You better hurry. Yeah, you have six seconds according to my clock, and with the radio delay, it's at the post. All right, field of eight lined up here. First leg of the late pick four from Woodbine in motion, approaching the start, and it's off. And pacing Southwind, Ion grabs the front from the inside. Bad at red hot. Also out two splitting horses then. Comes Doc Sausalito, Dora Bella way fourth at the inside, Windsong Magnifique then fifth in front of Ten Carat, then Sadwana Bay, and every time is towards the back of the pack around the first turn. Doc Sausalito in control in 27 and 2, leading Southwind Eye onto the back stretch. Dora Bella's pacing third, then it's Windsong Magnifique in fourth, Ten Carat tracks from fifth. Fifth, bad at red hot, retreated to sixth in front of Sadwana Bay in seventh, who now t- moves to the outside as they move down the back stretch. Every time, then gapping towards the rear as they move on to the halfway point. Doc Sausalito uh, 
leading the way. Southwind Ion second. Off the rail comes 10 carats, supplying cover to Sadwana Bay. Dorabella locked in now. Shuffled back, Windsong Magnifique, then bat it red hot every time. Now moving third over as they come onto the halfway point in 57 flat. 29 and 3 that second quarter to the far turn. Doc Sausalito soon to be encountered by 10 carat to the outside. 10 carat matches strides, takes the lead now around that final turn. It's 10 carat leading Doc Sausalito. Locked in Southwind Ion as Sadwana Bay is stalled to the outside. No room two for Dorabella shuffled the fifth. Then every time outside sixth of Winsong Magnifique and batted Red Hot trails into the stretch off three quarters, 125 and one. 10 carat leads the way. Doc Sausalito angles off the rail. Sadwana Bay deep on the track is stalled. Dorabella off the rail two towards the center with every time the line is coming. Doc Sausalito pursuing 10 carat. These two coming down to the line. Doc Sausalito edging closer. 10 carat to the inside. Dorabella towards the center. There, the feed is freezing, but Doc Sausalito is getting in front. In 154 and 3, Winsong Magnifique. What happened? Why is my feed like this? Uh, Winsong Magnifique won, but my feed. No, the 3 won it. The 3 won. My feed is lagging like crazy. And it just totally skipped the finish. How about the 2 in the race? Was the 2 any good at 45 to 1? Uh, where'd he finish? Off that trip. <coughs> was he fourth? Third. Was he third? Then that's good. That's going to make for good triples. No, it's not not good. I needed him to win. Uh, that you're you're neglecting the uh, fact that he was involved. Shout out shout out to Brian Brown who's watching. One of our sponsors. I I could have put in a much better call than that for Brian. But maybe Woodbine could have a feed that doesn't stall and lag on Twin Spires. I mean that would be preferred. Shout out yeah, well, it happens. Shout out to Ken Middleton so, who. Re- yeah, we we shout out Brian Brown on our show. Brian Brown's a avid listener, a sponsor. We appreciate him. Where are we at at Western? Two minutes to race eight. Three to five on the three. Um, H- Harry's Soft Heart. No, that's not the horse's name. Harry's Ghost Sport. Hussy Sport. I was close. I was getting there. That's pretty low for that one. That horse is a standout, at least to me. <coughs> Four to one morning line, third choice. I don't know about standout. I never expected three to five. I mean, I, I get it, but I don't. I don't know. Three to five. The one and the two just do not look appealing, at least to me. I'm not saying like I just dropped two hundred on this horse. <laughs> Which, if anyone knows me, I I couldn't do that. I I would get so concerned. <laughs> 200 pennies. That's what you were thinking. Uh, that's the only... That's what's holding my pants down right now. Mm-hmm. I had to notch my belt three notches extra. Not only do I have 200 pennies, I gave you my two cents. Now I'm down to 198. <clears throat> I'm going to be poor at this rate. Uh, I'm also getting word that this show isn't the only thing going viral, but so is whatever is inside of my lungs right now. Woo-wee! This is the, this is, oh, this is, this is some hot action for cold season. <coughs> that was a bit exaggerated. Is everyone alive in the pick fours? Where are we at with that? 
Uh, well, if the, I'm not live at Woodbine. No. Mike and I are, and then we're all live at London. I'm surprised, Rod, you didn't use Doc Sausalito. What's wrong with you? I don't like that horse. You said the horse could be involved That's... after being claimed three times. I'm getting mixed signals, Rodney. It's not my type of horse. That's true. That horse is sort of... I mean, if it wasn't for McNair, you know, he's he's tough to read. He really is. Especially at this upper level. The horse was moving up in class off three claims and three good efforts. That that's a that that's all good. Yeah, I used him. Yeah. But he's he can be inconsistent. But when he's that consistent, he's still worth using on the way up. Yeah. He was worth using. Yeah. You see, Rod, we're trying to make you feel sad. No, we're not trying to do that. Rod, come here. Come here, Rod. It's okay. You two need to be alone. Come on, Rod. I I know I know you're hiding tears behind those shades, fifty shades of tears. No, but come I'm on, not. come on, Rod. It's okay. I'm still live in London, so. Yeah, you, for what twenty bucks? If the three wins, probably. Yeah. Six to five now, moving yeah. up. I'm four deep here. Four deep. You're four deep in a field of six. What are you drunk? Yes. What are you? What are you? Nope. What are you, dumb? What are you? What are you? Water. I, I said I'm, I'm from Philly now. What are you? I drink water. Water is what's inside of my bloodstream. For everyone watching tonight, I am apologizing at this moment for whatever it is in the hell I'm doing. The thing is, is that, like him and I aren't even phased by this because this is your typical... <laughs> it it, it took a while too to kind of work that out. It took a lot of group therapy, a lot of mission trips out into the woods involving lots of psychotic drugs. And we saw terribleness. And we were able to see the essence of mankind. The peyote pays off is what I'm saying. Mm. If anybody's watching Meadowlands, I know we're not doing that, but the what do you got there? The uh, ten is five to one currently. The Probably ten is worth five a little bit one. of money there. Drop everything. <sighs> How much of value is five to one relative in this race? I think it's good. I mean, it's it's about right. Oh, I mean, if it's not great, I I just dropped my water for that. That that water cost me a buck ninety nine. Good looking board. Admittedly, I paid more for it than I should have, but. This horse is similar to the Woodbine horse, claimed and stepped, coming out of a fast race. That that was five a, to one. That was a hit dance back in the fifties, the claim and step. And it had this great little base. No, it wasn't. no Rod, you're you're total you're for once in your life, Rod, you were wrong. It was uh it was one of like Stevie Wonder's unknown projects. He he played this awesome bass line and went like Oh, you claim and step and you step in claim. You step to the left and you step to the right. Cause you're claiming all night and you're claiming all day. That's the way <laughs> I am working so hard. I actually like the five at the Meadowlands, by the way. I was going to say, I'm working so hard to bastardize every appreciated art form. What did I miss there? 
Oh, you missed the claiming step, uh, where you move to the left and you move to the right. You claim and step all day and night. Rod, enlighten me, please. <clears throat> On five? Yeah. Right now we are observing two handicappers in their prime. Let's watch. <laughs> this is not a, a documentary, right? The one, at the frisky animal, is noticing the cameras. Oh, I like the driver change to uh, Brett Miller. Gets the five hole again. Uh, last time he left, I think he's going to duck tonight. Follow some cover. There's a little bit of speed in here. here. I, I just think this is uh, this race could set up for him. He's been closing really well. Yeah, the race two back though fell apart, and then last time that was against Lesser. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess the driver change. Yeah. it's a tough race. Here we observe the discourse between the two voices. The time's a little cheap, but I, I feel like the, this horse is going to be out in front early. And now the one takes his stand. Will the prey I, I think there's predator? Here. It, it could set up. Well, it side. all depends on what he did with the one, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's a big key in this race. They have found their middle ground. Conflict is avoided another day. But it's Yannick with the rail, so you kind of... Figure. What do you think of the nine? Take, take, of the nine? Uh, I, he's probably going to be too far back, honestly. The one catches the other Even off guard, and now he's trying he, he's to make up information. It. Although it is first start in the, that barn, so horse could improve. Can we talk about the fact that DD Black is eight to five at Western Fair? Sure. How? Let's go to a race we're actually covering. I just I needed to <laughs> to stop the the madness for a minute. The madness. You. I was I was just watching <laughs> one of the great. I was watching one of the Listen, greatest pieces of nature. The six horse at London had absolutely nothing last week. I'm talking zero, nothing. Did anyone have anything from the back last week? It doesn't it doesn't matter. This horse had nothing. I mean, just. <laughs> was a complete abomination. How much, but then again, how much of that was the track? How much of it was the horse? Listen, I watched the race. I bet the horse, the horse had donut was going backwards the entire way. Should have won first time was a monster that night and bounced to the moon last time. I did not use this horse. It was five degrees last time though. And I'm pretty sure the, care. I'm pretty sure the it's, front it's negative five tonight. <coughs> no, it's 23. <laughs> You're looking at Celsius, and that makes you a nerd. It is Canada. Yeah, but in the past performances, they use Fahrenheit because Amer American ideals are what. I don't care what temperature it was. <laughs> Those numbers <laughs> matter. Horses can feel pain. Just call it a stupid race. <laughs> Field of six lined up in motion, approaching the start. They're off in pacing. Hussey sport the quickest away, going to grab the front from flight of an angel who battles back to the rail around the first turn. Southfield spirit behind them. Third flight of an angel grabs the front. Mark your page. Fourth then to the backstretch. Watt makes me win. Fifth, sixth and last. D.D. Black as they move down the backstretch to the opening quarter. Flight of an angel leads by a length and a half. Hussey sport in second. Third, then Southfield Spirit as the field moves by the opening quarter in 30 and 1. Out of fourth, mark your page. 
on his back what makes me win than Didi Black in the back of the pack as they move around the turn to the top of the stretch first time. Led by Flight of an Angel, sitting the pocket, Hussey Sport locked in as outside. Mark your page up to second and up to the leader's wheel as they move on past the half. Second over, what makes me win? Southfield Spirit shuffled second to last. Dee Dee Black in the back, pulling to the outside, trying to catch cover. Three and three Good out down. now off a one-minute half to the back stretch. Flight of an Angel encountered now by Mark Your Page applying pressure. These two match strides to three quarters. Hussey Sport locked in as Watt makes me win. Looms closer second over. Southfield Spirit with room to tip out then. With then Dee Dee Black towards the back. 129 and four for three quarters around the final turn. Mark Your Page stalled to the outside of Flight of an Angel. Three wide momentarily. Watt makes me win. Trying again. Lunging wide to the top of the stretch. Then locked at the rail hussy sport down to these four into the lane flight of an angel trying to hold on to the lead hussy sport with no room towards the center what makes me win flight of an angel coming to the line hussy sport shakes loose late but it is too late flight of an angel then hussy sport and what makes me win in 201 that race was an atrocity by atrocity i mean i lost and you can't spell atrocity. Last again. You can't spell atrocity without I lost. You have to make some spelling exceptions, of course, but we don't. Spelling has never been mandatory. Well, Mike and I are still alive. One minute to Woodbine. Oh. Oh my God. Why are they running over each other? And by over, I mean close to each other. Okay, so this. This race is what, uh, fun. What I'm out of the pick for at Woodbine, but Ray and Mike are both live. You can see their tickets now. Why is Shivered ten to one? That's incredible. That's an that's a great price on this horse. Stella's boy is the two to one favorite. I I get. That's the only other horse I used, but eleven to one on Shivered. What? Wow! I'd, I'd I'd bet that horse at that price. It's a good price. Let's look more into this race. Costello's boy is now eight to five, and admittedly, and Mike, I'm pretty sure you agree, uh, there is not a ton of form in this race. No, even though it's not worth the three, um, it's. There's different levels and hours of three at Woodbine, and this is not a very good one. Uh, lots of inconsistent horses. Like the the one, if if he stays flat, he likely wins. Uh, the two really? tends to kind of sit and you know pick up pieces. Uh, you know the three is probably more like a hours of two type that keeps racing in hours of three. Uh, you know the four is off a six scratch. The five, you know, won two in a row and then had absolutely nothing last time. So who knows what that horse is going to show up. The six is very inconsistent. Um, the seven also is from an outside post. And then the eight's an onwards of two horses racing and onwards of three. So it's not a race that you can have any confidence in any sort of entity. Well, Mike, I think the one thing you overlooked, though, um, with the five, as well as a lot of this field, is a lot of these horses coming out of that Vero Amor B race 
were just chasing, and that horse apparently, yeah, by the looks of it, got away, and nobody really made a move as a result. It's true. I mean, but if you look back at the five races, I mean, you have Mr. Houdini, I Jasmine, Burlington, those are chronic losers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these horses line up every week and get third, fourth. It's there's there's no you know, and then that Vero Moore B drops in off a layoff and just crushes. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a reason for that. Uh, oh, for me, uh, I'm not a big any horse in this race in particular. Uh, you know, the one it tends to make breaks, leaving the gate sometimes. Uh, the two is kind of a loser. The three's you're a loser. Been racing well, but but missed a couple weeks. Uh, the four has missed a month, almost a month, three weeks, whatever you call it. Uh, and it's just okay. Um, the five, uh, Mike touched on That's this the one. All of them are just okay. You have, you have yeah, eight of them that are just okay. okay. Here, here's, here's my thing. You, you oh. can make excuses for every one of them. It's just one of those... Uh, one of those races where nothing – I wouldn't be confident with any horse that I had here. I like the prices on the one and two. I mean, there, those, there's nothing wrong with those two. I don't prices. like this one. Uh, I, one two, I don't like the fact that the two is dropping. This horse is going to be like three to five as the gate goes. Donna Zetti. Donna Zetti to me I, – I, I loathe that race two starts back because this horse crawled home and nobody chased. As a result, that was a bad. That was a goofy night, though. I mean, how goofy was it? Like, were the horse were the horses on two legs doing vaudeville? No, it was just a slow track. I mean, it was oh. a slow night. And Westmont came out of that race to win, so I don't, you know. And then <clears throat> this horse was seven to one against Roses are Explosive. I mean, that horse was was putting wins together. Um, he's the horse isn't bad if he trots. The if he trots part, I feel like, is a very important distinguisher. Very important. Note. Well, they all have to trot. I mean, they can. Any of them can make a break. And if they all make a break, then the race is canceled. I've seen that. That happened almost one time this year. Yeah, where was it? What, what track was it? Was that at Woodbine? That was Woodbine. They were all breaking. Yeah, there was only one, no. There was one horse that stayed flat, and he still got beat by a horse that made a break at the start. Yeah. That's true. That was uh, Rebecca Titus' horse. I remember that. Rebecca. Yeah, that was the race when the horse ran the whole way up to the gate. Then they sprung it. Yeah. Interfered with half the field, but it was all good. You're allowed to make a break anywhere you want for any extended period of time, as long as you lose ground at some point, apparently. That's what Yeah, he broke for a good six. Donna Zetti went back to the paddock. They apparently forgot to equip the horse onto the sulky, and Henry was just instead on a disembodied sulky. So they're fixing that now. Three to two on the five. Stella boys going up to six to five. There is a sneeze that is not happening right now, and it is it is irritating me. And I'm I'm tearing up, and I'm having a very emotional experience by this because I can't seem to get the sneeze out. And uh, betting wise, I'm passing this race. Like nothing appeals to me anymore. Shivered is five to one. The horse is going down. The five's the favorite. I see nothing. It's the end. Well, all the money's coming back together now. That's how even close to how evenly matched this field is. You have 
anything that was kind of outlying is coming back to the middle and that, you know, you probably have them all be around four to one by the time it's all done. Yeah. I was so close. It was coming and then it everybody's taking the one. Everyone's taking the one or everyone telling me to sneeze? Because I'm trying. No, everyone's taking a little bit of money here. Oh. Well, there's. I think the one came back onto the track. This is, this is one of the seven rings of hell. It's the ring below the bed of knives and the chainsaw massacre. I'm quoting Dante's Inferno for anyone who is literate, which I assume is most of us. So I hope. 50 seconds to post for this race at Woodbine. If anyone can't tell, I'm posing as an intellectual purely to make people not like me. Uh, with 40 seconds to post, 6 to 5 here on the 5 Stella's boy, now up to 7 to 5. Oh boy, 5 to 2 on the 3 Ocean View Deb. I didn't once talk about this horse. I'm not excited for that. Uh, do, 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 5 to 1 then on the 2 Shivered. Then the 1 Donizetti. Is it 6 to 1? After this race, we'll be going to break. And when we come back here on North American Horse Update, the rest of the late pick four from London and Woodbine, as well as a preview of Saturday's late pick four from the Meadowlands. But I should probably be looking at my screen now because with 10 seconds to post, oh, the horses don't talk to me when I'm talking, Rod. I can't listen and talk at the same time. My voice overpowers everything because they are at the post. Field of eight. <clears throat> Lined up here. Trotters approaching the start. Off and trotting, Donizetti shows speed, Wichita Jazz off stride, Mr. Houdini down the center of the track moves two towards the front, Shivered gets away third, then in front of Stella's boy into fourth, and fifth comes Ocean View Deb to the turn, sixth Dad's hat, then in the back, Ice Hockey Hanover a long way back to the early breaker. Now back on stride, Wichita Jazz. First quarter up 28-2. and two. Mr. Houdini uh, momentarily on the lead as Donizetti pulls out from the pocket to reclaim command. Third comes Shivered to the back stretch. Stella's boy behind them. Four, three and a half lengths off the lead. Now edging to the outside. A gap of two and a half back more to Ocean View. Deb fifth leading Dad's hat sixth. Another gap of two and a half to Ice Hockey Hanover. And Wichita Jazz still a long way back. Out to catch Donizetti is Stella's boy, the favorite. Up to his wheel now, coming to the half in 58-2. and two. 30 seconds for that second quarter to the far turn. Donizetti and Stella's boy, these two gain three lengths of separation on Mr. Houdini. Shivered then off the rail from fourth. Ocean View Deb tracks that from fifth. Sixth, then Dad's hat moving up the inside. And then it's Ice Hockey Hanover as Donizetti turned away. Stella's boy to the top of the stretch into three quarters. Stella's boy sitting at the inside, ready to pull back out in 127, 28, and 3 into the stretch. Donizetti back out to try against Stella's boy. Shivered deeper on the track with Ocean View Deb. Those two three and a half lengths away from Donizetti, who looks to commandeer this field. He leads by two lengths now coming to the eighth pole. Stella's boy flattening out. Ocean View Deb gaining ground from the center with Ice Hockey Hanover late. But the line is coming, and Donizetti has him. Donizetti wins by a length and a half in the end from Stella's boy, then Ice Hockey Hanover, and Ocean View Deb in 157 and 
won. I stand corrected. I know nothing. <laughs> if that's what happened, that was a bad race. But he was the only speed, so go figure that happened. No, there was nothing wrong with the horse if he stayed flat. Mm -hmm. And the horse stayed flat, and guess what? He won 5-1. to one. Yep. Again, it also helped, I mean, too, that he was the lone it's, speed. It's not a great field. Mm -hmm. You've you seen there wasn't really any movement from the back at all. Uh, it was basically a boat race. That's because those horses can barely move to begin with. We're going to come back here with more North American harness land zone. Honestly, so I, 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 I amaze myself sometimes. We're going to break more pick four from London and Woodbine. I'm out. Mike's alive. And then. Shocking again. Mike alive. The latest again. <laughs> shocking. Can Mike's ego get any bigger in the second hour? Can his wallet get any bigger? Just Rod is also alive. I at London. Rod is still alive in general. I I forgot honestly, and now I'm gonna drop dead. Mike, I got London. I'm alive in London. More North American Hours update coming up here on sixty-eight point four. The grind. Your place for the hits. Oh, no. 
Philipponga Woodbridge. A measles outbreak is developing in Brampton. Peel Public Health is looking into a case of measles and a Brampton adult that recently traveled outside the country. They've requested people who are at Sheridan College on Davis campus, Guardian Sheridan Pharmacy on Steeles Avenue, or fellow passengers on board Brampton Transit Route 104 on February 9th to check their immunization records for the measles vaccine. Police are investigating into missing money after a remittance business shut down. An officer says an active investigation is underway following complaints from residents that money they sent through Mabini Express didn't make it to the Philippines. Mabini Express, which used to rent space at a supermarket at Thornhill's Promenade Mall, closed its doors last month. Tens of thousands of dollars have been seized from a traveler at Pearson Airport. CBSA officers made the discovery after examining the baggage of a passenger who was on the way to Israel. $55,000 was seized on suspicion of money laundering or terrorist financing. Though it's not illegal to take out large sums of money, travelers are required by law to report to a CBSA officer if the amount is greater than $10,000 Canadian dollars. Possible rain in the forecast, Pearson plus 6, North plus 5. I'll have more updates on SRN1 for now in Philippong. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more Grace and Frankie. I am Jody Foster, joined by uh, Lily Tomlin and Mike Prebozy and Rod Allums Jr. When we last left off on the show, Mike's alive in both the London and Woodbine pick fours. Rod is alive at London and I am deceased. I no longer exist, which, I mean, in honesty, that sounds more like a blessing. And again, we're trying to reach out to those millennial crowds that just ha- cannot handle this real world. <laughs> I hate my job. So <laughs> coming up here in London, 
Uh, the sixth J-Port sport is four to five as we have about a minute and a half until post. This sneeze is still coming on. It has not happened yet. And I, I think to now is time for a segment on this show we, we call the sneeze counter. Where if we were still on video, we could have like a little timer that timed how long until the sneeze. And then uh, I'm, I'm throwing out ideas and I'm just getting rejected. I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm not used to it. But hey, I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm throwing stuff out here. <laughs> throwing stuff out is right. It's garbage. Four to one on Airborne Sealster, though. This horse is the third choice. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> and ru- oh, Mike, you you sound like you're being waterboarded. I cannot hear you. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. And I can see you, too, and I'm glad to see that you're safe and not in some compound in the middle of Nebraska. You gotta watch out for the state of Nebraska sometimes. I don't think that's what we need to watch out for. (laughs) We need to watch out for this six-horse at Western Fair, who's even money, now four to five. Airborne Sealster's seven and two. I might have been onto something with this horse. We'll see. As this race, this is the ninth from the Raceway Western Fair District. It swings into the stretch. They're in motion. And they're approaching the start. <clears throat> Quiet down. They're off and pacing. Celestial Lady from the inside leaves out. Holly's Justice, too, with Blink. She's gone. Moving up towards the pocket around that first turn. Celestial Lady taking the front. Blink. She's gone. Second, getting away third. Holly's Justice to the opening quarter. Then fourth comes Barbie Doll. Parked out, then J-Port Sport. Moving up past uh, Red Man Chew to the back stretch. Airborne Seals to then gapping towards the back with There's Magic in Me as they move on to the opening quarter. In front here in 31 is Celestial Lady by two. Blink, she's gone second. Third, then Holly's Justice around the turn. Here comes J-Port Sport now up to fourth. Then at the inside, shuffle to fifth. Barbie Doll swinging into the stretch first time. It's Celestial Lady leading the way. Blink, she's gone second to the inside. Soon to be locked in as J-Port Sport. Matches strides with that pocket rider up to second now. Then second over Airborne Sealster. Barbie Doll to the inside is third to last. Second to last on the outside. There's Magic in me and trailing Red Man Chew. How about that half? 102 and 3. 31 and 3 that second quarter onto the back stretch. In front, Celestial Lady narrowly by a nose. J-Port Sport matches strides. Takes a narrow advantage down the back stretch and moving to three quarters second over airborne sealster locked in blink she's gone third over then finding room Barbie doll to tip out and then it's blink she's gone dropping back to the inside around that final turn off three quarters 133 and two J-Port Sport holding the lead airborne seals to the outside as they turn for home the odds on choice here getting separation J-Port Sport in front by two coming to the line and it's gonna be J-Port Sport to win second then looked like there's magic in me with to the inside airborne sealster 203 and three that's 
what clearing the throat sounds like in some languages. In other languages, it sounds like this. But the fortified favorite what won that language? race. That was French. The the fortified favorite wins the ninth race at Western Fair. Clearly, Rod, you were just not as cultured as the cheese in my fridge or the yogurt in my pants. Let's cut that one out. Uh, I hope somebody's editing tonight. <laughs> I do like eating yogurt, though. It's my favorite dairy product. If I could have well, any, if I could have any food sponsor the show, I I would choose yogurt. I think it's a magical product. It's got. Well, uh, I think uh, Cassie Coleman probably agrees. It's got. <laughs> that's a wow. That's a throwback. I I, for, I forgot she trains horses. <clears throat> mm. But I gotta drink water too because uh, I'm telling you, it's a bad. Take it from me, the man who just threw his water across the room. It's a bad flu season. Like it's sick how sick everyone's getting. Mike can attest to that too. I'm not sick. Uh, and well, that's debatable. Uh, but Mike, it's it's, ha, ha, it's this is time for North American flu update before we get into more racing. Uh, Mike, how how can we make sure that people aren't getting sick from this flu? I'm not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's zero minutes to Woodbine. I don't give a crap about the flu. Wash your hands. That's what you need to do. Wash your hands. This you is, want my flu tip? Wash your hands. This has been North American Flu Update. Now we are not liable for anyone who dies from the flu. We gave our warning. This race at Woodbine brought to you by Chex Mix. Don't know why. Chex Mix isn't even that good of food. I used to love Chex Mix, but uh, the more I had it, the more sick I became of it. It's like, like the chemicals taste good once and then again and then again, but then there's too much. And like you get this buildup of chemicals in your gallbladder and the gallbladder goes, Ooh, help me. Cause that's what the gallbladder sounds like. The three is 38 to one. I, I got to point that out. Cause I'm probably going to bet this horse at that price. Really? The one is even money. I hate the... F I Well, no, I don't know. I, I use the five. I like the five. But 38 to one, though, if the horse loses, I could care less. If the horse wins, I could really care. I'm not, I'm not necessarily a fan of the three. I'm more the outside three. I mean, it's a six-horse yeah, like field. I mean, the five's a good bet at seven to two. I, I think I might have to punch a ticket there. I might have to. I might have to punch a bag to relieve some of my frustration. Err. I think at uh, thirty-five to one, the three is probably uh, that. To me, that's a a good small bet. To, you know, put a couple bucks to win on him. That's a that that price is way too big. If I was playing him, I would play him across if I liked him. That's, that's what I just did. For me, a good bet would be uh, Lady Bird to win Best Original Screenplay, but that's not horse racing. That's the 74th Academy Awards. 30 seconds to post. Is it the 70? I thought it was the 79th. 39-1 uh, to 1 on the three. Shooter on by. 
even money on the favorite, Betum Jackie. Of course, the namesake of the former floatist, Jackie Kennedy. Took a, took a while to get a horse named after, but here she is. That's seven or three to one on the five beach goddess. And the six, Fraudenschroid. Fraudenschroid? Franchoke. Franchoek. Franchise. This is the ninth from Woodbine. And it's often pacing. Play with passion. Leaves for the top to the inside. Betum Jackie gets the pocket. Franchoke. Out and moving up alongside the leader now to take the front. Franchoke, now the 9-5 to five favorite, leads to the first turn. Play with Passion gets away second. Betum Jackie is third. Two lengths in front of Shooter on by fourth. And it's Beach Goddess fifth. Party Beach completes the sextet through a 27-1 opening quarter. It's Franchoke leading to the backstretch, leading by a length and a quarter from Play With Passion second. Betum Jackie's in third. Shooter on bias fourth as they sit single file to three-eighths in the half-mile mark. Fourth, fifth, then to the inside, Beach Goddess. And moving outside, edging outside, Party Beach trying to flush out cover as they move to the half. Still led by Franchoke. In front of play with passion in 56 and 2. 29 and 1 that second quarter. Third then Betum Jackie. Off the rail Betum Jackie. Catching that cover shooter on by fourth. Up the inside. Beach Goddess locked in fifth. And then sixth to the outside is Party Beach. Is there three and three out around the final turn? It's Fran Shoke leading by a neck. Outside Betum Jackie. Looming the danger. Shooter on by. And then it's play with passion to the inside as they come to three quarters. Betum Jackie takes a a narrow lead at the inside Franchoke 126 to the top of the stretch Betum Jackie in front off cover shooter on by Franchoke drops back at the inside looking for room play with passion then it's party beach and beach goddess Betum Jackie though is kicked away from him Betum Jackie in front by three and a half as they come to the line up for second party beach with play with passion and shooter on by Betum Jackie ran away with it in 153 and 4, Barty Beach second. Play with Passion third. And then shoot around by fourth. <clears throat> you might not see a better drive tonight than on the five there. Just <coughs> fantastic. Mike's giving him an A rating. Uh, Rod is an Uber driver. Which... <gasps> there it is. Oh, for God's sakes. There it was. <laughs> We can end. We can stop the show now. Oh my god! Yeah, considering the most important thing for the damn show has been that stupid sneeze. That's all you've cared about the entire goddamn time, Mike. Uh, you don't understand how uncomfortable. Yeah, I do understand. Yeah, this. <laughs> you clearly have not been a victim of holding in a sneeze. You're gonna be a victim. Yeah, of the of the cold that's inside of me right now. Oh, and now there's another one coming. They Mike, what do you like to Mike? At the big deal, fifty-one dollars. Wait, you're alive at Woodbine? No, no one God, I didn't have oh, the one there. Oh no, that, that's why. Yeah. I mean, I could see the the one winning that race, but it's like you know whatever. <clears throat> and London is seven minutes to post. We should start this Meadowlands pick four. For tomorrow. 
for tomorrow night because up oh, now we can do it this the question is when will this next sneeze come oh it's it's a magical time to be alive and into in in horse racing as not only can we lose pick fours due to drives and horses and jives and hives but we also are all concentrated on whether or not I can sneeze. This pick four at the Meadowlands is a time-honored tradition, mostly because it's it happens every race night, and this night in particular is no different because it has a guaranteed pool of $50,000. It's a takeout of 15%, and it starts out with an hour's of $15,000 pace. A very interesting race, too, to start it off. A field of nine going postward here in this first leg of the sequence. Uh, and Mike, I'm curious, Did I'm, I'm thinking you did not, you thought that this could be a very wide open sequence. Because uh, your, your ticket. Yeah, I, I have a bigger ticket. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, and, and this first leg in particular. Oh. I'm only three deep in leg one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, using the three sweet beach. Who steps up here, but had raced at this at the preferred level, two and three back, and raced okay. Had the ten hole last time, was parked every step, really had no chance to win, and, and got beat three quarters of a length to Sprinter, who has been very good since coming over. I think has won three out of four. Uh, El Rama woke up in that race. That that horse is sharp enough. You know, this horse has faced decent ones, gets a, a post break, and and could get a little bit of a setup here, and might be ignored. With some of the other ones in here uh the six stars in heaven very sharp uh, one two back four back finished second you know lost to a perfect trip three back uh last time got the front and sort of got run over late but was in that race also i expect a better trip in here and i think this horse can sort of bounce back and then the eight hugged the wind uh you know one first start off the boat then stepped up the preferred level, really uh, just missed in that race. Last time, you know, maybe bounce a little bit. Gets Callahan here. Um, I prefer these to the outside one, Awesomeness, who I've been chasing a little. Had a perfect trip last time and didn't convert, so I'm not a fan of that. Three, six, eight to start. First time off the boat. How poetic. Rod, can you, can you match that at all? Uh, I'm going to match it and add one more in the nine. Uh, but the three, I agree with Mike. This horse raced really well last week. Uh, just sat on the outside, had just had too much ground to make up. Uh, come the last three quarters and one twenty-two and four. Uh, good race. Uh, the horse has been sharp. Racing gets tougher, and I expect another good effort tomorrow. Uh, the six. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this horse, but the horse is capable. You know. Big time drop uh, back to uh, where the horse the last two times he was in this class, he was first and second. So uh, I think it's a must use. The eight, uh, another dropper. Uh, hard not to have this one. Uh, Corey Callahan gets on. And this looks like a spot where uh, he's going to have some cover to follow. And then the nine, who's been racing pretty well. On the drop again, uh, she'll be following the eight all the way around. And if that happens, this horse can kick home. I mean, we see 
uh, quarters in 25, 26, 27. So you know this horse will be coming late. And last week he was uh, he was flying and uh, just got a little bit tired. Uh, I think the from where he was coming from out in the middle of the track wasn't really great last week. So uh, he looked to get a little bit. That that race actually did come farther down the middle of the track, but yeah, he, he was out was farther. But where this horse was at, nobody was like the horses that were down on the rail all night. They sucked onto the rail all the way down the stretch for the most part all night long. And then you saw the occasional horse come flying way, way outside. This horse was kind of just in the middle of the track and uh, it it didn't look like a spot. But again, that was against the preferreds and and the drop here should uh, work in his favor. So three, six, eight, nine for me. Oh crap! I need to have an opinion. Uh, okay. So, uh, three, six, eight, nine. Those are my four horses. The three, the Sweet Beach closed very well last time in the slop. He almost won. Uh, moves up in class. That makes me confident with the post relief too. The horse could do well. Uh, Stars in Heaven uh, drops out of preferred. Won the preferred two back. He was twenty-two to one, but he still won. And uh, that that means he got the money, and that that that's a good thing. Uh, <clears throat> uh, he likes to stick up towards the front, and in this race where there the pay, there's only like pace from the two major war, uh, the he could he could commandeer him. Uh, the eight hug the wind, uh, tossing that last race. It's not like him. Uh, maybe he's regressing. I don't know. But his race is first out and second out. We're not that bad. He's dropping from the preferred. He could definitely bet from from that. The nine awesomeness is Brett Pelling that, and Brett Pelling's nickname is awesomeness, at least in this household. And uh, he, he almost won last time. He hanged as the favorite, but he almost won the preferred. And now he's going up against Weaker. Uh, that that that's a winning formula in my book. Three, six, eight, nine to start. Second leg is race number nine. Numbers of eighty-five hundred. Their last five starts. Purse of twelve thousand dollars on the line. Mikey, Mike, your thoughts. We're deep. The three Sam's triple crown. Uh, second back off the layoff, or third back, I'm sorry. Had two massively outside posts. Uh, flew up the rail to win two back. And then had the 10 hole last time. I thought raced okay in a tougher bunch to be fourth. Uh, both times came home 27 and three. I like the post. I, I feel like this race is a little easier than the last race. Uh, you know, this horse has a chance. He definitely likes this track. The six, Alter Leroy, this horse was very good last time. First up a long way and grinded out. Just got picked off by Major War, who was sitting on a win. Then faced JT two back, who just kept winning and winning. It was very sharp there. Uh, you know, The horse has, has faced tougher and has gone tough trips. I'm definitely using that one. The seven, El Rama woke up last time, barely beat by Sprinter. Prior to that, had the 10 hole. And, you know, was in some tough spots. And then the eight, Cowboy Terrier, uh, woke up for Burke, you know, blew out a numbers of 5,000 by five lengths, and now steps up. That was a fast race, 51 flat, you know, on the slop. This horse is very capable, gets Jingra back, uh, hard to leave off. Three, six, seven, eight. Rod, I I need your numbers. I'm, I'm stressed out, and I need your numbers. I'm I'm four deep here as well. Okay. Uh, this race to me was the most wide open on the entire card for tomorrow night. Oh boy. Um, it, it's 
you kind of got to take a chance with anybody you throw off in this race because any of these horses can win. Uh, but for for cost purposes, I went four deep here, uh, starting with the one. Jacks are lucky, too. Draws inside, finally. Uh, last two starts had the eight and nine hole. And uh, horse has been racing really good. Uh, should continue with another good effort. Uh, he's a he's definitely a closer, so don't expect him to be firing early. Uh, he's got to he's got to have a little bit of pace up front, and, and hope he's not first over in here. The two, Blaze MM Hanover. Uh, this one got run into at Yonkers last time, and still raced really well. Uh, three starts back that race at the Meadowlands, he got roughed up from the ten hole. Just a brutal trip, uh, 26 and two part from the 10 hole going to the lead. And then it was just kind of a cavalry charge. And then a horse stopped in his face uh, just past the half. And he got pushed all the way back to last. Uh, and then I think he just kind of quit after that. But then went back over to Yonkers and raced really well two times in a row, closing from the back. And uh, I, I think he's coming in and in pretty good form he's got his work cut out for him he's going to be a long shot but uh i think is a, an okay price play here uh the five century churchill keeps napolitano race well last week uh, even the week before i thought race really well come home 26 and one and, and on the <clears throat> excuse me on the drop last week i thought he put in another good effort just got beat by big stretch mark who's been really sharp lately and had the two hole trip and, and that's how he won that race. Um, but this one, uh, with the right setup can, can win and should be an okay price, I would think. And then the seven L Rama, I think it's the obvious horse here. Um, on the drop, this one's been racing really well. Keeps Corey Callahan. That was Callahan's choice over the three. And I do think this horse is going to be firing again tomorrow and he's going to be tough once again. So, one, two, five, seven. Uh, the, wow, I only have the five of the horses you said, Rod. So, I'm guessing the other ones are losers. Uh, I take the three. I agree with Mike on the three. Sam's triple crown. Horse raced really well last out from an outside post. Now, doesn't have an outside post. And if he races well again from an inside post... Well, that just sounds like Win City, baby. Uh, oh, why am I like this? The nine more dragons, the last horse I use. Uh, this horse is coming off a really good qualifier after breaking at Yonkers on January 23rd. He's been off for about a month. Uh, that qualifier just shows to me that this horse is live, and this is the class level where he usually raced decently at. And well, he has a bad post, but he likes to come home strongly and could get into the mix at a decent price. Uh, three, five, nine for me in that race. We're going to hold off on the third leg as they're getting ready to go to the gate here at Western fair three to five on the one striking Volo nine to two on the seven lucrative sun and five to one on style spotlight. Got to, got to clear the throat of all the sin and mucus field of nine, seven on the gate two in behind. Or in the words of Rick Uppel. One, three, four, seven, nine. I was about to quote Rick Uppel and you, you felt the need to interrupt me, Rod. I'm I'm offended. And also Blue Frost Ballykeel's off stride. <clears throat> the eight Blue Frost Ballykeel on a break before the start. 
Field is in motion, and they are off. And trotting, lucrative Sun from the far outside with speed, striking Volo from the inside with speed. Rising pressure gets away third, then around that turnstile spotlight fourth. Fifth then gets away a whole lot of sass in front of Ty's Little Dream six. Sass that mass seventh, then the high road long way back to Blue Frost Valley. Kilu broke before the start. Opening quarter bounce, striking Volo leads lucrative Sun. By a length and a quarter, rising pressures third, style spotlights fourth. Whole lot of sass in fifth, ties little dream sixth, single file to that opening quarter. Then sass that mass in the high road complete, the octet on stride around the turn. Off the rail from the back, sass that mass flushing out cover. Out of fourth style spotlight, going to commit first over as they turn into the stretch first time. A whole lot of sass. Tried to track that move, still half in, half out. Now moving to the outside, second over, chasing the favorite, striking Volo to that halfway point. Lucrative Suns locked in, shuffled to third, uncovered advancing style spotlight as they move around that turn to the half mile mark, past the half mile mark, and to the back stretch. <coughs> still chasing, striking Volo. In front of style spotlight, stride for stride with lucrative sun down the back stretch. Locked in rising pressure on cover. Then comes <clears throat> a whole lot of sass with Ty's little dream at the inside. Then it's the high road sass that mass still a ways away to Blue Frost Bally Keel. Past three quarters and around the final turn, striking Volo leads the way. Lucrative Sun though gaining ground and tipping off the rail. Rising pressure at the inside third. Ty's little dream shoots up fourth as they turn for home. Striking Volo matches up with Lucrative Sun. It's these two coming to the eighth pole. Striking Volo getting closer. Lucrative Sun and Lucrative Sun. Striking Volo holding on. These two to the line. Looked like Striking Volo might have held on, but it's tight. Lucrative Sun there, too. Then it was rising pressure up for third. That ain't worth a damn. I think you no, mean dime. That pick four paid, what, $10? Yeah. <laughs> needed to get a price in the last race and didn't happen. I was five deep and had the seven, who was paying like sixty bucks. Not for nah, not for that, not for twenty cents. Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's insane. The one just held on. Turned out to be paying twenty eight. It was twenty eight for twenty cents. Yeah. It turned out to be a incredible. Why, why the sarcasm? Chalky sequence. No, because I knew there was no way that was paying twenty to paying sixty bucks. No, no way. See if we if we pull out the calculus and sigmify uh, the numbers, the, you get twenty eight. It's it's just simple, simple arithmetic. That would have been the biggest overlay of all time. Rod, you just forgot to carry the anyway. six. That, that's uh, I don't care. I'll get ten bucks back. That's awful. That's terrible. This pick four. Four chalks. Yep. Yeah. 560. Well, this is this is a typical Western Fair pick four. There it pays 10 or pays 1500. There's like Damn. no in between. Meanwhile, they should be going at Woodbine too. Unless they Yep, no, they didn't go yet. 
Yeah, they did. Oh, let's catch him in progress to Stip Nelson with the call. And they're rolling around the turn, 27-1. Call it Courage takes the lead from Baraki, but Baraki battles back to the inside. Here's Baraki now leading down the backstretch to the 3 8 pole. Call it Courage stuck on the outside of Art Angel Baby, the favorite in third. It's a gap of two back then to Bad Nightmare, fourth, fifth, and now locked in. Don't Bruise Carry is dangerous. Precedent out and moving from sixth, now into fifth. ER Monica tracking that one. 56 and 2. That halfway point. 29 and 1. That second quarter by Baraki. Pressured on by Call It Courage. Art Angel Baby still locked in at the rail, moving around the turn. Dangerous precedent. Second over. Cut behind Dole Cover. Then locked in. Bad Nightmare. Shuffled the fifth. Don't Bruce Carry sixth. ER Monica to the outside. Seventh. Hot spot. And over. Then second to last with Manhattan play. Moving towards the center. Trailing the field. Three quarters in 125 Baraki turns for home Art Angel Baby with room to tip out Bad Nightmare angles off the rail two towards the center of the track but they gotta catch Baraki in pursuit and attempting to Art Angel Baby but she's two lengths away from Baraki who's gonna wire this field Baraki taking it from Art Angel Baby hotspot Hanover shot up the inside for third from Bad Nightmare down the center. 153-3 by Brocky. Thank you, Stip Nelson, for that race call. Great job by him. That was that was marvelous. <clears throat> Clearly, you have no appreciation of the classics because Stip Nelson has practiced under the best. The best being Bob Hope. You know, famous race track announcer. Bob Hope. <coughs> this is the show where I die. We have the rest of the Meadowlands pick four to talk about. That pick four at Woodbine also for anyone who had all. Well, not that was a decent high five there at Western. The pick four at Woodbine paid $62. for 20 cents. With the, basically the only two horses that could be 1-2-1-2. One, two, one, two. That's crazy. The high I paid a thousand per buck. High five at Woodbine is eight one nine two four. Nine to two, nine to five, ten to one, twenty to one, three to one. But the jackpot was hit recently, so I don't know how much is in the pool. We have two more legs. Nothing. Well, they they started a new one last night, I think. So. We have two more. So there's legs. about three grand in it. We have two more legs to talk about of this pick four at the Meadowlands, and if I could get your permission, guys, I would, I would love to talk about it before the sickness finally takes me away. This... Let's do it. I'm thinking it's more mental than physical. <laughs> you clearly have not heard the cough, 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 cough. Sounds fake. It's a faker's cough. That's like that's like the uh, the ten year old kid. I don't want to go to school yeah. today. I'm trying to stay home from school. <laughs> uh, you can't fake pain. Oh, but you can. 
<laughs> the third player of the Battle Big Four. So now there's a $5,000 their last five starts. Uh, we have 10 horses lining up here. Uh, Mike, the, is this uh, is this a pretty wide open race for you? <laughs> I use five of them, so I would say yeah. All right. Tell us about them. Uh, the two Copper Coast drops out of 25,000 open claimers. And it's had tough trips almost every single time. Uh, you know, this horse won for 25 not long ago here. Now gets numbers of 5,000, which, you know, I think this is a lesser bunch than, than he's been facing. I like the inside post. The sixth, Hillbilly Hanover. This horse has beaten better in the past. And I thought it was half decent last time. You know, was had a wide trip from the eight hole. Really no chance there in a race that was dominated by horses close to the front. Uh, you know, this horse is an interesting price play in here. The seven Southland General will likely be the favorite getting Lasix for Burke. Jingra usually shows speed. It's coming out of fast races. You know, just uh, hard to ignore that one. Uh, the nine, I'm Mr. Brightside. This horse flew home from the 10 hole last time and you know, has has faced better also in the past. Big closer. You won't really see him early, but if they do go a lot up front, could show his face. And I like the step up here for this one. Uh, and then the 10 all week is, is a bit hidden in here. Drops from numbers of 85. If you watched that race last time, I, I sort of liked him last time at 30 to one and, you know, was moving forward the entire mile. Uh, really no chance the last several races gets a better, I think, setup in here for a closer. Uh, hopefully is maybe coming behind the nine late and, and can pick him up at a price. So two, six, seven, nine, and ten. <laughs> Rod. Rod. I'm three deep here. Uh, I'm going with the six, seven, and ten. Uh, the six, he'll be a handover. You're not going to get 15 to one like he's got on the morning line. Uh, that's a bad morning line on this horse. Uh, that was a good race off the qualifier. Missed about four months. And uh, I thought race really well that first start. And face is similar here. So uh, I do expect this one to to improve second start. Gets Tim Tietrich. Uh, draws well. So uh, this one should, should be uh, close near the finish. The seven, I use first time Lasix. It's Burke and Jingra. Uh, just okay last time, but again, this horse bled, so uh, did have an excuse. Took a week off, and I think is going to come back to those races prior to that last one. Uh, you know, two starts back, left, sat, pulled first over about the five ace, made a move, and just got beat at the wire, so uh, you know, this this one's definitely one to to throw on there. And then I agree with Mike on the 10 here. Uh, this is one that is a little bit hidden in here and mostly hidden because he's got the 10 hole. That, that's really the the key. But uh, if he can get into the the mix at some point around the half, uh, he's got to look for a lively outer flow. If that happens, then this horse should get uh, drug up pretty close turning for home and has a big shot, especially if they go decent fractions up front. But uh, I use this horse because I think maybe they're, this is going to be like one of those classic Meadowlands races where there's a lot of early movement and you start seeing the, the horses on the outer flow 
or on the last turn are going to be the ones that uh, are coming. So six, seven, ten for me. I feel like one of the scariest experiences in life is when you cough up someone else's blood. That said, I'm three deep in this like of the Meadowlands pick four. Uh, two Copper Coast. I like the fact that he's moving out of the claimers into the condition ranks. The horse says some upswing to his form. Last out went to the lead at Yonkers, and then he lost the lead, but he still went for it. He showed some kind of uh, dedication. He also had some decent races here against the 25,000 claiming handicaps, which are probably a better condition than this, to be honest. Uh, so now he draws inside. If he goes towards the front, blah, 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 could be up close and do well. Southwind General adds Lasix after a lackluster effort last time out as the favorite. Hasn't raced since January 27th. Uh, should probably improve with uh, Lasix and also has just been racing well in general at this relative class level. Could bounce back here. And the nine, I am Mr. Brightside. I was the only one that even remotely thought this horse could come back last out. And he finished third at 28-1. to one. Now he moves up from the numbers at 3,500 to the numbers of 5,000 level. Uh, it is a bit of a move up, but not necessarily a major one. Uh, if he can repeat that kind of form or at least improve off of that race, he could end up doing decently here at, again, of a good price. At, again, of a good price. Grammar, no matter, no more. 279 for me. Last leg is race number 11. It's numbers of 8,500 in their last five starts. There's $12,000 purse. Ten horses lining up here. Mikey, Michael, J. Mikester. Your numbers. Three deep. Uh, I like the five best. Spice Bomb. Uh, Tietrich's back. This horse has back class and, you know, has is capable of, of huge final quarters. It's been facing much better. And I just feel like it's a setup in here. Probably should beat these. Even though it's not worth 85, it's more like a worth of 5,000 types. And, uh, you know, I feel like a drop here should be better as long as the horse stays flat. The one, um, meet you at midnight. This horse gets uh, Jim Pantoliano in here, gets a, an inside post. I think we'll be closer early with, with Jim. Uh, won seven times last year. Really had no chance last time, almost out the entire way. And, you know, the, the horse that won snuck up the rail in that one. Um, a little bit of a drop here, too, I think, even though the number's the same. And then uh, the eight, Rock and Roll Wildcats. This is Burke, Jingra, Show Speed. Uh, drops from numbers of 15 and numbers of 11.5. Uh, broke last time, tossed that one out. This horse does tend to make breaks. Whenever it doesn't make breaks, uh, I think the speed is there. So that's sort of what I'm counting on. One, five, and eight. Rod, does that sound right to you? Eh, a little bit. Uh, I had to go a little bit cheaper here for cost purposes. So I'm too deep. I'll start with the three. I'm some graduate. Uh, second start off the layoff race really well last time. Uh, just kind of went around there. It was a fast race. Uh, this one should improve. Uh, last year took a mark in 51 and uh, I know this horse is capable. He, he's just got to be tight enough uh, and uh, the cancellary brothers do a good job getting their horses ready. So I do think this one's going to improve a little bit. Second start off the, you know, five or so month layoff. Maybe eight uh, rocking the wildcats. Uh, I'm with Mike on this one. The, if this horse stays flat, he's going to be tough. He does have gait issues. He's a, a real gangly going type of horse. Uh, 
when he stays flat, he's competitive and he's been racing against much, much tougher. This class is definitely going to be to his liking. And, uh, you know, look at last year, he was uh, 14 out of 22 in the money. So uh, even with the recent issues, Burke usually isn't going to race him if he doesn't think they're right. So uh, it might just be a mental thing with this horse. And uh, I'm hoping he, he goes back to form because this horse does have a lot of talent. And uh, that's, uh, that's really the key with this horse. He, he's good, but he's just uh, hit or miss. So three and eight for me. Why is it that for $5 you can buy a bad mom's Christmas but Coco, the Pixar movie, costs $20. That's almost as ridiculous as what I'm about to say here about this race. Because I have the cojones, the Kajanis, to go too deep in this race. <laughs> Gotta clear the throat for what's about to transpire here. Whew, transpire, more like perspire. I'm already sweating up a storm. I haven't even gotten to the horses I'm using. The one, meet you at midnight. Whoa! This horse is drawing inside. There goes my pen. This horse is drawing inside after two starts from the nine hole. Here, his most recent start from the nine hole was much better than his other start from the nine hole, where he went straight to the back of the pack and just kind of picked up pieces to finish six by three lengths. Last out, however, he left. He showed a that word, and he. Got to the outside first over, albeit he faltered and finished ninth, but he was still involved. That is gumption at its definition. And from an inside post with the speed he shows, then uh, everyone gets Christmas. I was just following the limerick pattern of that one. He's going to be a decent price, too. Uh, I just I, I, There's a lot I like about that one. And the five spice bombs, the, uh, the only other horse I use in this race. I loathe everyone else but those two. Spice Bomb, tossed that race with the break. La the start before that, kicked him in 26 and change. The front was too good. He was too far back. Tossed that race, but it's still a good race. Three starts back, gets numbers of 11,000. Gained ground to finish second. This horse loves to come from off the pace, but he's also been way over his head. He's dropping in class here, and when you drop down low, you can only glow. That's what they told me when I was a kid, and look at me now. I'm a millionaire. One five in the last leg for me so my ticket goes follows for 50 cents for 50 cents i'm three six don't talk over me i'm three six eight nine with three five nine with two seven nine with one five it's 36 dollars for 50 cents mike what's your ticket i'm gonna pick up my pen three six eight with three six seven eight with two seven Two six seven nine ten with one five eight. It's ninety dollars. I know it's big, but I liked it. I liked the ticket. Run! What do you got? Three six eight nine with one two five seven with <clears throat> six seven ten with three eight. It's forty eight bucks. Wow, that's more than my ticket. And now, yeah, because you. Because I what? Because I what? I don't cheat. I have earned everything that I got to here. I If I'm cheap, how do I own the ground I stand on? You don't. You don't. <laughs> Damn it!
Well, <coughs> I really should stop over exaggerating that cough, or Listen, else people will get concerned. The fake cold thing is the worst bit ever. Ever. Oh, yeah, you think it's fake. You think it's fake. If it's so fake, why would I sneeze? I know it's fake. I'm looking at you. No. <laughs> it's not fake. Are you listening to me right now? I. You can you not hear? Can you not hear the stuffiness <laughs> in my voice? I am literally having phlegm drain down my tracheal tract oh, at this very like, moment in I time. Have a <laughs> I have a Daddy, what pacifier. Do, what do nipples have to do with this? Someone get me some this. <laughs> Mom, the meatloaf. Help me. Five minutes left. Rod talk so I don't have to. <laughs> Rod, you just fucking you just made me spit take in my own basement. <laughs> because of the damn meatloaf. Mom, the meatloaf. My mom doesn't make that great of meatloaf, but she she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> it's probably a good thing because you ain't gonna eat. <laughs> doesn't look like he eats much to begin with. What, what do you mean? You, th you think I'm you think I'm slim? I'm not I'm not that a little. I'm not I'm not I'm built. I could take down a village of dwarves There's with that. machetes and flamethrowers. Why did you just take a gulp of your water like Napoleon Dynamite does of his Gatorade? Uh, because uh, I'm thirsty and I just want to get the water from the bottle to my mouth to my bloodstream. Because once it's in, we need to start going two hours of video to get these gems. Once it's in my bloodstream, Rod, then I become eternal. No, you don't. Mike can back me up on this. He, he went the thirty years of med school. <clears throat> Oh, now I gotta explain to my dad why there's water on the floor. I gotta say it flooded. Then he, then he said, flood, where, where, where's a flood come from? And I say, the Bible. And he goes, can't argue that. And I say, you can. It's actually a ripoff of yeah. the Epic of Gilgamesh. The town Mike lives in is known for uh, the nice floods. Oh, I thought you meant That's the true. Bible. We're, we're flooding right now, actually. There's lots of flooding here. Are you really? Well, it's, yeah, it's bad. I mean, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't help that you... There's some streets closed and such. You guys are built in, out. You're just built into a valley. Indeed. Yeah. Good thing you don't live in the valley. No. You live on the way the down hill. to it. On the hill. It's not a hill. It's a mountain. No. I was, cl I was climbing straight up for at least eight minutes. <laughs> My ears uh, exploded. All right, baby. There's, there's so there's so much flowing through me, creatively, physically, liquidly, and I just I have to express it in some way. I don't care why you think I'm fake. I will not wipe my nose, Mike, for you. I will let you see what's running well, out of my nostrils I... <laughs> to you. convey how not right, facetious I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm being. <clears throat> I said I said this to Rod before the show. My flu somehow turned into a cold, which makes me think I probably am just dying. So if I don't wake up tomorrow, I mean I wouldn't know. It's just one everlasting dream. 
Let's see. Here's a fun thing. Do I remember the to be or not to be soliloquy from Hamlet? I had to memorize it. <clears throat> no. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against why, a sea why, of troubles. Why are we quoting Hamlet, right? Because I want to see if I remember it. And I don't, because I'm not going to get past that first stanza. <clears throat> I had to memorize it well, you for my college. This is a great way to end the show. No, a great to way to end the show. Extra, uh, which I'm not sure when we're doing that, to cover tomorrow night's Hawthorne Hyper High Five Mandatory Payout. Tune into NahuPicks.com because usually I pick winners most of the time. So does Rod. Uh, we gave out a high five this week to pay 1000 for 20 cents. Gave one out last week to pay 1000 uh, for 20 cents. See, it's there. Earlier today, there was um, a telemarketer that called us, and uh, my dad was trying to hang up on him, and so he, he acted like... <laughs> Just to get the guy to hang up on, because there's this guy from Cambodia saying we will we will send you windows. He's like, send us windows. Was it Phil? No, <laughs> it wasn't Phil. No, it was uh, this guy. And for some reason, there are these house improvement people that keep calling us. There's this one guy that called us and said, <clears throat> uh, "We we're ready. Maybe we're, they did a drive by. We're ready to build your. <laughs> they must be on the air. We're ready to build your cottage. And it's like you're ready. I didn't even order a cottage." The lesson here, ladies and gentlemen, is if there are telemarketers calling you, be absolutely absurd to get off of their calling list to any extent necessary. <clears throat> like I did. And on that note, where am I? On that note, I should figure out where I am. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm dying from a cough. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this show. Tune in next week for uh, more North America. Tomorrow, Nahu Extra. Yes, Nahu Extra. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Right? Any confirmation? Yep. Okay, we're gonna, it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, but until then, I have been Ray Catolo, and I'll probably stop being Ray Catolo once the influenza takes me. They will still be Rod Allums Jr. and Mike Prebosi. And all I have to say now is good night, sweet prince. You know, like the musician. Ah, uh, we all miss him.